This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Uh, we were just talking before before our COVID-19 update about it, how excited we were to um, to barbecue this weekend with the nice sunny weather. Getting all hungry, discussing sausages and steaks and chicken. And mm-hmm. Then we hear in our COVID-19 update there that uh, the President of the United States yesterday signed an executive order forcing meatpacking plants to stay open to protect the food supply down there in the United States. Now, many unions not happy about this because thousands of meatpacking workers in the States have already tested positive and been forced to self-quarantine. At least 20 uh, employees in meatpacking plants have died of COVID-19. Yikes. But, uh, yeah, they have to stay open. Here we had, uh, in Canada, we had Cargill, the meatpacking company that uh, out in Alberta that had an outbreak. And you'd hope that, I don't know, as a consumer, I'd hope as well that if one of these places had a major outbreak, instead of being forced to stay open, they could shut down for a while and give her the old uh, Mr. Rooney, you know, that uh, the magic <laughs> mist that they're doing. Yeah, yeah, that whatever mystery spray is. Yeah. Spray that all down. I think it's the same spray that they use on soccer players' legs when they get hurt in soccer games. You know, and they go down hard, and they're rolling around, holding their knee, and then the trainer runs out with this can of magic spray, and he just does a little little misting over the leg, and suddenly they're fine. They're back in the game a minute later. Guy hops up. Yeah. Bends his knee once, he's good to go. That's all we need for the meat. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in over in China, you saw giant trucks with the, the mist disinfectant cannons on the back of them spraying down cities, right? Yeah, yeah. In the movie Parasite, there, whatever, there's those uh, trucks going through the town uh, shooting out green spray to kill all the bugs in town. Oh, yeah. And, uh, that's, that's what they and, look and, like. And, that's exactly what they look like. I thought it was a joke, but these trucks exist. That yeah. movie wasn't lying. No, there's a, there's a lot of businesses, actually, that are, are now focusing on this disinfectant thing. They'll come in with these these disinfecting mist cannons, and they can do your house, huh. they can do your businesses, whatever. But, yeah, if a, a company has an outbreak, you'd think they'd want to shut down and make sure it's all clear so the other employees don't get sick and so they're not sending out product that could be contaminated i know they just uh shut down the ferrero plant in brantford yeah like ferrero rocher chocolates no yeah and and nutella that's their big one they make nutella and they had some positive cases in the plant so they're uh, going on the side of caution here shut things down and they told Global News Radio that they're going to do a deep clean. Um, thinking of all the employees, they employ more than a thousand people at the Ferrero plant there. Um, thinking of all those people who aren't able to go into work right now, and for all the uh, all the eight-year-old kids who aren't going to be able to maybe get Nutella to spread on their toast. That's tough. Yeah. What are you going to do? How else are you going to mainline sugar at 7.30 in the morning? Yeah. A bowl of cereal? Uh, <laughs> you yeah, ever I read the side of a box cereals. of a bowl of cereal? But it really is. Nutella was one of those uh, 
those sneaky ways, right? To get like a treat at breakfast. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah no, I don't need peanut butter. I'm going to do super <laughs> spread chocolate and hazelnut all over my toast instead, Mom. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not chocolate. It's hazelnut and cocoa. <laughs> okay, that makes it better. <laughs> but those those Ferrero Rocher chocolates are super popular, man. I know uh, every Christmas special occasions, I'm always getting my wife the Ferrero Rochers. She absolutely loves them. And and her her favorite are the Raffaello. They're like the coconut ones, the white mm. package with the red on it. And uh, those are those are made... By Ferrero as well. Those are her favorite. Those are her favorite. So I, I'm always getting the Raffaello. I'll go to stores sometimes and they won't have the, uh, the full Raffaello pack. I have to get the, the multi pack with the Ferrero Rochers and the Raffaellos. And she still enjoys the Ferrero Rochers, but the Raffaellos disappear first for sure. Uh, oh, did they do, uh, wow. Look at that. Yeah, I've seen those chocolates too. They make a lot of cool products there. At the Ferrero plant. Hopefully they can get her all cleaned up and everyone can get back to work sooner than later there. Hopefully uh, anyone who has been affected by that is doing okay. Well, it's been quite the journey to get to this point. Championship day here with the Taz and Jim Tournament of 64 Small Towns. We have been all over the Taz and Jim listening area over the past few weeks with these towns going at each other, competing for the title of greatest small town. And yesterday, voting was fierce, but Forest, Ontario eliminated from the competition by Bayfield. Also, Port Dover. Yeah, I... I, I can say it now. I was kind of hoping Port Dover would win. I didn't want to sway the vote, but I really was looking forward to rolling into town on a motorcycle on a Friday the 13th. We may have to do that anyways. Uh, But Port Dover, out of the competition. Grand Bend, the winner with 53%. Jim, any observations from over the past few weeks here with how this tournament has shaken out? Well, Taz, I'd like to say there's a... A lot of controversy sometimes when the the bigger towns like, oh, you know, Strathroy or Stony Creek or Grimsby get thrown into the mix and they say, this can't, this isn't fair. These, these towns are way too big. They're going to win for sure. Well, the small town heart really comes out to play and shows that, uh, you know, it doesn't matter the size of your population. If you want to win this tournament, you can do it if your community rallies. Well, look at how far Forest, Ontario made it. As a, uh-huh. you don't don't hang your head, Forrest. You did pretty darn well in this tournament, even though you didn't make it to the uh, the finals here. Two towns remain. We've got Grand Bend taking on Bayfield today, and let's take a look back at what we've learned about Grand Bend over the past couple weeks. Ah, uh, yes, Grand Bend, the legendary beach town. If you're a fan of Tiger King. You'll love Grand Bend's Roaring Cat Zoo, owned by some local eccentrics, also running into trouble with the law. Unfortunately, there's no Carol Baskin in Grand Bend to hate with all of your soul, but hating the guy who runs the bar Coco seems like a fun alternative. (laughs) 
They are lucky because they already have some pandemic training. Ever since the reality show Grand Benders was on TV, they've been avoiding the bar Coco's like the plague. Hey, if you thought an escape room on vacation was a fun brain exercise, try solving the Grand Ben mystery itch. You know it's a party town when the hardware store on the strip sells only three things. Coleman coolers, oil funnels, and three feet sections of hose. And if you thought Coco's Bar was full of douchebags, you gotta check out the Grand Bend Yacht Club. But the Grand Bend Yacht Club is still way better than Bayfield's White Privilege Pier. (laughs) I have a feeling if Grand Bend ends up winning, Jim, we will not be doing the broadcast live from Coco's. <laughs> really beating a dead horse, eh? Uh, I don't think we're going to get that invite. Okay, that's Grand Probably Bend, the and they're taking on another town with a beach. Let's uh, let's hear about Bayfield. Bayfield, Ontario. Uh, the gallant to Grand Bend's goofus. They call themselves not a town, but the village of Bayfield to flex to their target demographic, hipsters. And people who need new hips. Apparently a new Tesla (laughs) electric car charging station has just been set up. Unfortunately, the lineups tend to be long because half the elderly population have been trying to use it to charge their cell phones. And you know, if you think Bayfield is for an older, more slow-paced crowd, you've never been to Renegade's Diner where the seniors are known to do wild things like eat dinner before 6 p.m. and order chocolate milk during breakfast? What? And make sure you do some shopping before you leave Bayfield at Sea Jewels. If you want something in turquoise, oh boy, are you in luck at Sea Jewels. Bayfield, Ontario, the land of Werther's and compression socks. Hey, the great thing about Bayfield, it's it's a wild time on weekend. You can head down there, pick up some ladies by the beach by downtown Bayfield, and the best news is no need for birth control, fellas, because most of these single ladies are recent widows that have already hit menopause. Booyah! (laughs) Yesterday was Superhero Day. Celebrated with my uh, my little guy, three and a half year old Grayson. Uh, we watched a little bit of Green Lantern, the Ryan Reynolds smash movie, Green Lantern, <laughs> a movie <laughs> only a three year old could enjoy, which is notoriously bad. Yeah, but you know what? It's it's not as bad as I remember it being. It's it's okay. Uh, Ryan yeah. Reynolds and what's his wife's name? Uh, in real life, yeah, she's in it. Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively. Yeah, the two of them are like at peak hotness in that movie. <laughs> Just two gorgeous people. Just imagine yeah. the the uh, the lovemaking that they did back in the day when they were both in Green Lantern shape. Holy cow. That would have been a sight to see. <laughs> mm, Is that let creepy? Me, let me picture it. Yes. <laughs> Picture them making love. They're married, Taz. That's not sexy. That's what I'm saying. Now they're married. They've got kids. Whatever. I don't want to picture it. But back when they were both in Green Lantern shape, you know, the passion, the first (laughs) time, you know, they would have been. They're just two really good looking people. (laughs) They are. That's true. (laughs) And, uh, And, yeah, Green Lantern. 
is uh, he's a, decent. I wonder if they're ever going to go for that one again. You know, the the guy who plays Sinestro, Mark Strong, nailed it. They found the perfect Sinestro. I know I'm getting yeah. a little a little overly nerdy here, um, but it's too bad they could have t- just changed a couple things, and I think that would have been a great movie. I think the problem is the same with Mr. Fantastic. Their superpowers look too goofy. You know, to, in great real for life. A, great for a comic, great for a cartoon, yeah. but live action. When, a giant when green translucent land. green hammer looks so stupid on screen. <laughs> My favorite is just when he when he punches and then his ring makes a giant fist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, like a pow. Yeah, it, yeah. it is real comic booky, but you know, my my kid <laughs> loves it, so we watched that yesterday. Did you celebrate it all Superhero Day, Jim? What'd no, you do? No, no superhero stuff. I played poker last night. Won about three hundred bucks. Did you really? Oh yeah, I good won. for you. This is the first time uh, you've won, I think, since you've been playing in isolation. Yeah, this is our. Th- oh, I got second the first time. This is our third time, so I got second. Terrible the second time, and then the third time took her home. How late were you up playing poker? I think uh, ten thirty, eleven, maybe. Yeah, they can go late. Really gotta you gotta cut these guys from buying back in, myself included. I never would have won, but I bought back in <laughs> twice. There's guys buying back in three and four times. It's like you gotta set a time and say no more. I know. I always feel bad if I win, if I'm up and then I want to go to bed. It's like, can you leave the game? How much notice do you, you have can't. to give? Before you leave without all your buddies going, oh, look at him, he's taking all our money. Doesn't even give us a chance to try and win it back. Yeah, okay, Taz, take your ball and go home. <laughs> it is a good excuse, though. Oh, sorry, guys, got to get up really early to be on the radio. <laughs> yeah. They know we're not lying. <laughs> Here yesterday, uh, around this time, we were talking about these guys in Quebec who had a little wager going on a friendly game of paper, rock, scissors, or rock, paper, scissors, or scissors, paper, word. rock. It's rock, rock paper, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. And uh, <laughs> we told you that they bet $500,000 on a best two out of three. The guy who lost actually started paying off the guy who won. He took out a mortgage. So he could pay the guy and then was making payments on this mortgage and realized that financially he he wasn't able to keep up with the payment. So he went to court. Judge ruled, you know what? This bet was ridiculous. You don't owe him the $500,000. And a court has set that precedent now. So if you make a bet with a friend in Quebec and it's for way more money than you have, you don't have to pay them. There you go. Well, we were asking, what is the what are the dumbest bets that you guys have ever made? And we got some responses online yesterday after the show, Jim. Yeah, Earl says, I ran around the block naked in the middle of winter for $5. Whoppers were $1.49 back then, and I was drunk, broke, and hungry. That's two and a half Whoppers. <laughs> no, three Whoppers. He already knew what he was going to spend all that money on. <laughs> Couple of whoppers. Uh, yeah, Sean says, "I bet my friend I could drink a gallon of milk once." Dot dot dot. Everyone there shared my loss. You ever seen that uh, before the dairy challenge, Taz? 
I had a similar one. I went to Florida with with three other buddies. We went down there and we uh, we followed the Maple Leafs around. The Leafs were playing uh, the Panthers. They're playing the Lightning, and and we were driving all over Florida. And we stopped at a McDonald's, and one of my pals said, "Mmm, this Sunday is so good. I bet I could eat ten of them." And we all reached in our pockets, pulled out whatever money we had. I think it ended up being like 30 bucks. We said, okay, 30 bucks says you can't eat 10 of them. <laughs> That's disgusting. So he sat there and he did eat 10 McDonald's Sundays. Oh, my but, God. but as soon as we said that he had won the bet and gave him the money, he ran to the washroom and uh, he was. He was a human milkshake machine there for a good 30 <laughs> seconds or so. So I yes, bet you I, it would taste just as good coming back up. I understand what the milk guy means when he says he shared the loss with all his friends. Uh, <laughs> could get a little messy. Yeah, there's another one here. Brian says, I drank a bottle of hotel room shampoo before a travel basketball game in high school for like 12 bucks. The coach heard about it and made me play the entire first half. I was hurting real bad. (laughs) (laughs) Farting bubbles, too. (laughs) Some of that shampoo smells like it might taste good. You know, it could be tempting. Yeah. Well, after the uh, the president's comments last week, seriously, there's talk about um, putting restrictions on how good hand sanitizer can smell. We've got some hand sanitizer here in my house, and it, it's vanilla scented. It smells mm. delicious. And my kid with the uh, lip balm, I've caught him trying to take a bite of lip balm before. Yeah, that's, some of that <laughs> stuff is like candy that you rub on your lips. Oh, it smells so good. Uh, we are going through something that we've never gone through before here. You know, A lot of government agencies, of course, are going to be backed up through isolation and then afterwards there's going to be a backlog i know service ontario is a big concern for a lot of people um they've been limited with the services that they're offering in ontario right now and a lot of people who are trying to connect with the organization have to do so over phone and we got a text message jim a very interesting uh, note here if people are trying to call service ontario uh, what's the phone number that they would dial if they were trying to to reach them by phone first of all the service canada number is 1-800-206-7218 okay so this is service canada not service ontario yeah, yeah, sorry, Service Canada. Yes, okay, I Same said thing. Service I said Service Ontario. So this is Service Canada, and one of our listeners has made us aware of this. So let's dial the number for Service Canada and see what we get here. Welcome. You've reached Service Canada's Employment Insurance Telephone Information and Reporting Service. Bonjour. Okay. Vous avez joint le service d'information et de déclaration téléphonique de l'assurance-emploi de Service Canada. For service in English, press 1. Pour le service en français, faites le 2. There you go. So that works. Okay. Um, however, if you are off by one number, if you call this number, Jim, you're going to get something completely different. What uh, What's the other alternate phone number we're dealing with? 
206-7018. So the only difference is the Service Canada is 7218. This one is 7018. All right, let's dial that one up. Welcome to America's Hottest Talk Line. Guys, hot ladies are waiting to talk to you. Press 1 now. Yeah. Ladies, to talk to interesting and exciting guys free, press 2 to connect free now. Guys, press 1 now. Ladies, oh, press 2 now. Uh, press 1 now. It's telephone <laughs> tender. <laughs> it's one number off. I got to be honest, Taz. I think the service can. A girl sounded hotter. <laughs> you want to get you serviced in Canada? <laughs> or serviced in America. America's hottest <laughs> singles. Oh, yeah. Guys, press <laughs> one. <laughs> why are these? Why do they still exist, these numbers? Who is Guys, still calling them? If you want to know how to get your checks from the government, press one, guys. <laughs> if you're looking into a small business supplement plan, press one, guys. Uh, are you looking for a hot C-E-R-B? <laughs> <laughs> Press six nine now. <laughs> Can you imagine Grandpa just a little confused, trying to call Service Canada? He gets the other one. <laughs> next thing, next thing you know, you got a new grandma, and she's two years younger than you are. <laughs> Didn't get a check in the mail. I got a wife in the mail. <laughs> so there you go. If you are trying to call Service Canada, um, just make sure you get the number correct. Otherwise, you could be in for a surprise. And thanks to the Taz and Jim listener who sent us that info. Funny stuff. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe Keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.